Good morning on August the 3rd, 2021, July, and thought for the day. We're going to try and be closer to five minutes today. Uh, I'm out here just going for my daily walk. Uh, it's a lovely stream here. I, don't, I think you can just about see it. Beautiful, beautiful place. I have the birds on distracting you. I can hear the plane above. But let me get on to what we're doing. We're in Acts 21 in the McShane reading program. And we're with Paul. Uh, in chapter 20, he leaves the Ephesus elders behind and he says goodbye to them for the last time. He says, you won't see my face again. You can imagine the distraught that caused. He heads further on his journey, um, leaving Ephesus. As he meets brothers uh, and fellow believers there, uh, he comes across a gentleman, Agabus, who has prophetic gifts. We're told he's a prophet. He warns Paul, in fact, takes Paul's belt and he ties up Paul and he says the Holy Spirit has told him that this is what's going to happen to the man who owns his belt in Jerusalem warning Paul uh, that, that his life was at risk that he would die if he goes there and and as you can imagine the people in the community hearing this urge Paul not to go to Jerusalem Paul is determined to go there because he feels God's spirit is leading him there and, and so these dear friends of his, who obviously don't want to lose Paul, know how and, and uh, oh, how brutal uh, the, the Jewish leaders can be in the capital where the temple is. Warn him, urge him not to go, but he's insistent he will go. And he says these amazing words, you know, in response to them. He says, look, look, I don't care. And this is a paraphrase. Because I haven't got my Bible in front of me, it's on my phone there. Uh, this is a paraphrase, he says, look, look, I'm prepared. He warned them in chapter 20, he's prepared to die. And he says, now, why are they pleading with him? All he knows is that he has to preach the gospel. All he knows is that the Holy Spirit warns him everywhere he goes, in every city he goes to, that persecution and hardship await him. And he says, Paul says he's ready for that. He's ready for persecution. Is ready for hardship he says more he says he's ready to die to lay his life on the line his head on the on the gallows uh, uh, for Jesus uh, and, and and so and so you can imagine the response of that and yet he's determined to go and Paul goes he goes to Jerusalem and there in within a short time of being there just days He's arrested, a mob tried to kill him, and it's the beginning of several trials of a protracted um, judicial process, which will eventually uh, see him go to Rome and eventually pay the ultimate cost for Jesus. So what do we do with this? Here's a man who's been warned not to go by people by a prophet who is in tune it seems with God with God well at least in tune this far that Paul Paul's life will be in danger if he goes to Jerusalem he discerned that from the spirit but here's the thing that same spirit says Paul was leading him to Jerusalem so whatever this prophet this man with prophetic gifts had heard about the danger Paul was in he obviously hadn't heard clearly enough that it was God's Spirit's purpose for Paul to go there and face that danger because ultimately 
It was the Spirit's purpose for Paul to get to Rome and to be a witness there and ultimately to pay with his life the cost of that testimony. And so that's a complex issue we don't, we're not going to get into about deciphering what God is saying to us because as this situation demonstrates, it's complex. Even though this prophet knew Paul was in danger by the Spirit, it was the Spirit's purpose for Paul to be exposed to that. But I want to look at Paul and his response. I've only got a short time left. Paul knew or felt the leading of God's Spirit and knew he had to go to Jerusalem, knew that this may spell danger and ultimately may be the end of him. He knew that. And what's his response? Hey, why are you weeping? Don't you think, do you think I began Christian work because it was safe? Uh, do you think that whenever I go into city, from city to city, I'm not prepared to be beaten and to be hungry, destitute, even to be killed? I knew that when I started this journey. And now in Jerusalem, I may well face that, but I've faced it before. I've been stoned, I've been, uh, I've been whipped, I've been beaten, I've been left for dead. I've been naked and destitute. This is what my work entails. I'm prepared to pay that cost. And let me tell you this, I'm prepared to even die if I have to. So you're wasting your breath warning me of what I've already resigned myself to. And that is, I will preach, I must preach Jesus. And I'm prepared to, and I have, and I will face hardship. And I'm ready to die. Because there is nothing more important to me than to get this message out. This is the most important message in the history of the world. And my death means nothing if this message can get out to the world. Wow! Wow! You know I hear people be critical of Paul sometimes. Hey you, stop that! This is the most godly man you'll ever meet. And if it wasn't for Paul, you would not be listening to this talk now. You would not be in a church because he lit the flames of worldwide mission. He is my spiritual hero, the most godly Christian ever to have lived. And to be critical of him, as I hear people are sometimes, is a terrible, terrible thing. Your faith, you are your faith to his missionary zeal. Anyway, here's, here's what I want to get across to us. Right? Paul lived ready to suffer and die for Jesus because he wanted to put the gospel first. That's the challenge you want to put to you today. Are we prepared to put the gospel first? to face hardship, to suffer, to die for Jesus. Hey, it's easy to preach these things. It's easy for me to preach these things, but to live them. Hey, may we have the grace. May the gospel figure first. May we be prepared to tell people about Jesus. May we be prepared to face the challenges that that brings. May we speak for Jesus and be fruitful in testifying for him. I'll leave that with you. God bless you.